Hello, welcome to Forbidden Cinema. I'm Jenny. Hey guys, I'm Zach. And tonight we watched Porky's. I don't know what all the fuss is about, but <laughs> let's get to it. <laughs> all the fuss as in like... I don't even know. <laughs> super dirty or all the fuss as it being like a huge hit or what What, what fuss? All of the things. How so? Yeah. <laughs> All, all of the things. Are, are you, are you, are you Carrie Elwaysing me? I totally Carrie Elwaysed you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I know we were derailed in the first minute. Uh, uh, but yeah, for real. So, you know, this is if for those of you who are new, hopefully so. Uh, we watch movies that were forbidden in our childhood or just seemed overly salacious, and we wouldn't have even brought it up to ask. And this definitely falls into that category because this is legendary. You know, in terms of this being, oh, the, the most dirty movie ever. And I guess it is. I mean, it is. But just, just such a high level, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I think this sort of is credited with basically starting the teen sex comedy. I mean, this is 1981. Right. And it, I guess it, it definitely falls into that category, of, too, of like the late 70s, early 80s, like over fascination with the 50s and taking the sensibility, I guess, of the late 70s and the 80s and throwing it into the 50s. Because, uh, uh, yeah, it just feels like this is. Yeah, there's some happy days, some Animal House, some uh, it's just the mega, American graffiti. It's a mega mashup. Right. With, some Grease. Yeah. All of all of those things. Yes. Yes. I mean, I was looking into, you know, we try not to research these things before we go, but this movie came out two years after 10, the movie that we've already done on this podcast. Oh, yeah. and 10 felt like more and all and the glasses, 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 <laughs> and, tr- and leather trench coats. It, it could not be more 70s. I mean, I guess maybe this being a period piece, but I, it just seems like such a different vibe in that two years. Very, very, very different vibe. Yeah. But also, too, you're dealing with teenagers as, like, your main focus versus, I like, guess. such an adult story uh, because, you know, no one's dissatisfied, like, like <laughs> middle-aged adults. What, what did we say? Like, that's a grown-up movie? Yes. It's yes. not really an adult movie. It's a grown-up movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hashtag grown-up. <laughs> so do you have any experience with this prior to this viewing tonight? No. I knew there were holes in a locker room. and Kim, oh, It's on the poster. And I Kim Cattrall. Okay. That's like what I knew. I, so I knew it was like a, a dirty boy story, but... And it is a very dirty boy story. I, like, I, it's I, crazy. <laughs> like... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's what I knew. And yes, it is that. But I also thought it was supposed to be funny. Okay. I don't think it was funny. (laughs) I didn't think it was funny at all. There There were probably, there was one moment that had two times. There were like two times that I laughed out loud. The rest I was just like, like, (laughs) it was a cringy movie. That's for sure. There's a lot. I mean, but also too, I mean, it does deal with some things a few things, sort of <laughs> responsibly, as, as, as responsibly as it, it was possible at the moment, um, like you know, child abuse and you know, racism and you know, all of those kinds of things. They it, try, they try real hard to to try and come up on top of the, at, at the right side of the history. But six years later, if John Hughes had done this, 
there would be no character saying like, oh, actually, don't do that. They would have, everybody would have just gone along with it. That's true. That's really true because, I mean, there was a lot of like, hey, man, hey, man. Every time somebody, except for one, but every other time somebody did something. For the most or, part. Or speaking about women. Yeah. The no, women, nobody ever said like, actually, no, there are ladies who have agency. No, 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 no. That's where this movie is like free reign. <laughs> totally free reign. Um, but on, you know, on, on the, the side of like, hey, some people have some tribal childhoods and this is what why they act out. Um, that's a little revolutionary for its time, I suppose. Yeah, especially since John Hughes is later and we've got long, long duck dong. Lord, <laughs> oh, man. So awful. But that's what I knew about this movie. And that's it is what it is. Um, you know, let's get into it. Yeah, I think I discussed on, on last week that my experience of this movie is turning it off on USA Up All Night. So <laughs> self-censoring. I've tried to find the the episode to watch like the in-betweens of mm-hmm. it and I can't find it. So surely I would, didn't just invent this in my head. But I mean, I, I see where Porky's 2, Porky's uh, Revenge both played on USA Up All Night and I found all of the in-betweens. I just feel like this one did because I just feel like when they went into the nightclub the first time and I just had this visceral visceral reaction to the neon sign yeah the neon sign it the the sets are cool they're not many of them but but yeah i mean that was that was extreme right away i mean that's definitely one of my notes first note is bob clark who i believe is attached to a christmas story right uh writer and director yes 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 which i believe the only way he was able to get that movie made was by promising to also direct Porky's too. Got it. Okay. So like that's that was that was his passion project. Like this was the ones that were making the money. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm disappointed in everyone. Just disappointed <laughs> in everyone. Um, but yeah, I was like the neon sign. It just says is very. <laughs> I mean, for those of you who haven't seen it, or for those of you who haven't seen it in a long time, you've got Porky's, which is. You know, we don't know exactly what it is, it, but I did say it f- felt very Roadhouse to me. Yeah, the whole yes. vibe of it was very Roadhouse, but definitely it's more off the more, road country bar slash strip, but club. strip club, more of a strip club. But it has two pigs that in a flashing neon sign that's like ooh, like a, a male pig and a female pig, and I was like ooh, and then it flashes over, and the female pig is like bending over and showing her ass. It's like hmm, cute, yes. <laughs> I don't know, but it, it, it's like, all right, get, it says, get it, get it here. Get is it, it Porky's, I think. It, it says Porky's and then get it here, oh, I think okay. is what it says. Like, ugh. But it, it, it's telling you the truth. It is exactly what it is. It, it's not pulling any punches. I feel like Marlene's Lounge, I looked it up, Marlene's Lounge mm-hmm. was probably a lot like Porky's, just more Pittsburgh than Florida. You think? I mean, because Marle- Maureen was all about like, let's have an Easter dinner and Jesus is the reason <laughs> for, for the season. I say, it's just more, more Pittsburgh. Or, is that yeah. more Pittsburgh? This is, okay, also, this get into this. Where is this supposed to be? They're in Florida. They talk about the Everglades. This is not an Everglades vibe. Everglades is South Florida. This redneck vibe that's at the panhandle and central all <laughs> over it it is the wrong place they, they show one gator they're like well they didn't need to be in the swamp for that they showed one gator i really thought they were going to get attacked by a gator later yeah, like on someone's that, getting their arm bitten off by yeah, a gator or at least like have to like outswim it or something they showed one gator roadside as, as some sort of you know like oh set the scene but no south florida 
is not this country red redneck vibe. At least I, I don't think so. I mean, that's that's where I grew up as a little kid. Um, yeah, but you grew up in the Angels, whatever area. You know, you you never you never ventured into the blue collar areas. But even then, like they're not. I mean, like my. They say they're seventy miles from Porky's. Seventy. I think they said earlier on that it was a seventy mile round trip or a seventy mile one way or something. Oh, really? But yeah. even then, they're in more in the swamp, more south, more South Florida. Even then, was probably less less you know Latin culture at okay, the time. I'm, I'm going to go deeper and figure out how far the Everglades are from Orlando, and we'll right because Orlando definitely more your big trucks, your country music. Uh, that's much more of your your Florida redneck if you're if because they literally are calling well you've got the one guy who's calling himself a redneck and saying that you guys don't know you guys are transplants mm-hmm. um, you don't know the, the Florida vibe which he doesn't say Florida like we don't really know they say Everglades and then they're showing Florida IDs at Porky's so that's really the only you know stamp of where we are that happens. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. But, I mean, it's also – it's 1950s country and Western music, which is a different time from 1990s country and Western music. True. Which – oh, there's some bangers in there. Tennessee Waltz and some, yeah, Hank, there's some like really four good, or five Hank Williams songs. There's some good and, country music, yeah. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have appreciated it earlier, but, you know, because I, I hated the whole idea. When we moved from South Florida – I just had this thought that like everybody wore cowboy boots and I just hated that idea. And I don't know where that even came from. Like, why was I so aware and so judgy as like a six year old? I was like, ugh, cowboy boots. Ugh. I mean, I remember eating at the Cracker Barrel and my dad pointing out like, those are tourists. There's like a whole family of people in cowboy hats and cowboy boots. <laughs> oh, I did that that just... was before there really was tourism in Nashville. <laughs> I mean, there's so much now. Um, and I, I did that the other day. I was in an area called the Gulch. So there's. I mean, we're we're whatever because there were none of these neighborhoods like like you have in in New York, and this is the vibe that they're trying to create. There was Nashville, these... the suburbs, and the cows. That's all there That's was. That's pretty when much grew up. it. But now there's a lot. There's the Gulch. There's 12 South. There's Sobro. There's WeHo, Wedgwood, Houston. There's Germantown. There's the Nations. There's all these places, and so. <laughs> I, you know, woody as I am, we're making, <laughs> we're making people laugh that I pretty much like kind of have the neighborhoods pegged. And the gulch is hats. It's not cowboy hats. It's like wide-brimmed girls going to brunch hats. And they laughed. And then we were, we're in this location where we're watching people walk by. And it is like an episode of Blossom. It is. It is. Well, no, Blossom is a little flappier. Okay. These are a little bit more structured. But they were like, oh, my gosh. Like all these bridal parties and all their hats. <laughs> and they were like, like we, we want to go everywhere with you and know – no, we want to know the neighborhoods. We want to know the neighborhood vibes. Like, I got to grab his baseball cap and go outside. I was like, no, 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 no. Hey, the last baseball time you cap, wore a hat, you rocked it, babe. I did. I I was gulching, brunch bitching it. I, that's what I said. I was like, we're brunching in the gulch. I got to wear this hat. It's like a rule. You know, I'm going to go. I mean, I buy hats. I never wear them. So it's like, well, I'll wear this hat. So anyway. But but yeah, I mean, that's the vibe. But yes, you can totally tell a, a tourist uh, in Nashville because they that's what they think. And that's what I thought. Nearly some years ago. Uh, <laughs> so Porky's. Uh, right. Back to it. Radio announcer. I know that, that it's radio announcer is the whole vibe of Christmas story, but I don't 
know if that has anything to do with it. It's not the same voice, I don't think. No, it's not Gene. It's Gene somebody who Mm -hmm. is the voice because he's actually the writer of A Christmas Story, like the actual book. It's like, I forget what it's called. It's like something, something. All others pay cash. Pay cash. Yeah, that that I remember. But no, it wasn't. But it did make me think of, too, like when I was a little kid, it was like all kinds of stories. We had this. There was a radio uh, show that did have a morning. It was like, good morning, good morning, good morning. Wake up, it's, oh, man. Good morning, good morning, morning. So get up, get out of bed. Good morning, good morning, morning. Get up, you sleepy head. Get up, get up, get out of bed. Like it was this, it was every morning. And I think like my mom sang it even when they didn't turn the radio on. So it's definitely like a terrible thing. <laughs> well, it's, it's not as bad as our youth pastor and oh, what a beautiful morning on oh, youth trips. And he would butcher it too. On purpose. We saw a, you know, we saw Oklahoma and like, Oh, this song has a really nice kind of minor. Oh, it's beautiful! It's I love beautiful. Oklahoma, and he no. would just like screech it on purpose, just to be you know that way. But lots of anecdotes. Sorry, that's not what y'all are here for. <laughs> Actually, maybe that is what y'all are here for. Let us know. I don't know, but uh, oh. so we have a. But it's playing the radio, mm-hmm. but then the alarm clock buzzes. I'm I'm Colin Bull. I don't think either the radio turns on or you have the buzz. I don't even know what what kind of an alarm clock you have in the fifties, but. I don't either. You you probably don't have a radio clock. You probably don't have a clock. Well, I, I remember the beaver got a clock radio. Uh, <laughs> so. um, speaking of old shows that probably a ton of people don't know and beavers. I mean, beaver <laughs> goes very well in this. Uh. Very relevant, which actually, which reminds me, <laughs> we were just driving in Nashville and for some reason, we are starting to have more strip clubs. I, I thought there was a thing where we weren't going I to think, be. I yeah, think we had like 20 of them, and then they all closed down because of oppressive laws, and now we have like three. We have three. But way to go. Well done. What is it? Um, the, the the horse one. Oh, Crazy Horse. Crazy Horse. Okay, is it Crazy Horse. It's the one that survived. billboard right up top. <laughs> over top of another strip club deja vu and they have a huge billboard right over top of their building love it love good job guys good job that is some posturing um deja vu that when we were in high school their tagline was hundreds of beautiful girls and three ugly ones i think there's actually several i think that's a national thing and i think they all have that tagline i mean but we always talked about it, it was like was that like were you hired to be the ugly girl or was it relative to the shift like we we talked about this all the time. <laughs> we we're like, how does this work? Like, what's what's the vibe here? Um, I'm pretty sure I would never want to like. Re- I mean, this is a movie that says things about women's bodies that are not oh, great. so many terrible things. But I would say most Nashville strip clubs probably have eight to fifteen. Middle of the eight to fifteen sixes. I don't think there's like hundreds of beautiful women and three ugly ones. I, well, that was just like what's 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 the what's the designating line? Like I, I don't know. I think it's know. a joke and a lie. I agree. Yes, <laughs> but like we we had much discussion. But yeah, so there's a new like Larry Flint one, and there's like basically it's like a beaver that looks like the Monopoly Man. Um, is is the is the billboard for it. Yeah, it's it's weird. I'm I don't know. I don't it might have had a gold tooth. I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, they do have a, a giant golden penis that uh is like a mechanical bull at that strip club? Yes. And and ladies <laughs> can ride it on their uh, on their bachelorette party instead of a, instead of riding the mechanical bull at the wild beaver. Ah. <laughs> oh, you know, technology. <laughs> technology. 
So I'm boy, I have almost no notes, but we're into this and we're, we're still Well, I just have it starts them. with morning wood and then a ruler and a tracking chart. <laughs> the growth chart. <laughs> like the little kid, like Yeah, no, but he like pulls it out of his drawer. It's huge. Like not not what he's tracking, but the chart. <laughs> That was a good joke. You let la- we both laughed out loud at that one. So. That that was funny because he was like, "It's getting smaller." <laughs> and then of course his mom comes in and he just breaks his dick. Right, well, it's like, well, and he measures it after that. Like, come on, give yourself. You can give yourself a pass that day. Right. That's not going to be oh, good. It should be a little swollen or something. It's not good data. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it's an outlier. All right, and I was like, and I was like, what's the? Where is this place? We already have racial slurs, like really right off the bat, and even the corrections to the racial slurs are pretty much racial <laughs> slurs. Like, uh, yeah, that's it's no good, no like, good. I don't like the word pussy, but I don't know if we're gonna get through <laughs> talking Lord, about this. It it's, I, I just had the sex talk is manic, like the level is manic. People are just like. It's like Gilmore Girls of Pussy. It is. <laughs> That's the tagline for this movie now. Um, I mean, there's the one kid who's just like, literally, just like, his tone is just like, ah! <laughs> the entire time, like, and, and him saying, like, I need to have sex, I need to have sex. But that's his tone. The, like, he's, he's just losing his mind. I'm like, oh, one, why is it your friend's responsibility? This is too much of a group activity. Wow. The, <laughs> sorry, I'm looking at the wave, the wave on that sound. <laughs> sorry, y'all. But yeah, why is this a group activity? Why is everyone involved in him losing his virginity? And he's got to talk about it all the time. It's it's insane. The next thing I have is is her name Miss Ballbreaker? I think keep, it's it's Ballbreaker or they something. They keep calling they, her that. Yeah. Everybody calls her that. So I don't know exactly what her name is. The, the names, I think, because there's Miss Honeywell mm-hmm. and there's Pee Wee mm-hmm. and Meat. Mm-hmm. And someone else. There's Cherry um, Forever. And, and Porky. And, I mean, Porky. It, it, Cherry Forever is is our exotic dancer later, a little little later on, but still early in the movie. Yeah. So yeah. there are like so many nicknames that are just names for junk. Uh the the writer's room was just full of people who thought they were. I think this is a one man show. I think it's Bob Clark. Well, Bob Clark thinks he's so funny, <laughs> and he's like got all his. Euphemisms. He might be better adapting others' material. Might, might be. Uh, but this movie was wildly successful and people talk about the time, but it was just, it doesn't age well. Um, and it's just nuts. It's, it's so crazy. I mean, the, the energy of it, it doesn't stop. I will give it that. It has high levels of energy. There's no lulling. Mm-hmm. Um, it just keeps moving and keeps getting crazier and crazier. Yeah, I had time writing notes because it just went. I mean, it might be getting a little head. This might be going deeper talk, but I did kind of just see an article about it and this movie at the time was one of the most profitable movies of all time. Made on a budget of like $2 million and made $7 million on opening night. Oh, wow. It ended up making hundreds of millions. All said and done was until like 2006, the highest grossing movie ever in Canada. Uh, highest grossing movie in Ireland. Highest grossing movie in Finland. Just some like- horny bastards. <laughs> <laughs> they play it real low key. Uh, at least Finland and... Uh- <laughs> You wouldn't have thought. Uh, let's go on a little nostalgia trail here. Okay. This is pre-internet. Mm-hmm. And guys still like breasts and naked ladies. 
Yes. And there's, but there's, no, I mean, I guess there were well, breasts. That's see it through a lens of how do I see them? And I watch a two hour movie and there's a couple of them sprinkled in here and there. And that's just the cost of doing business in 1981. <laughs> I guess so. This is the early days of home video. This is really pre, I think uh, in 81, there were maybe one to two million VCRs in the United States. So this is, this is just a spank bank movie. I kind of think that's probably, I bet you a lot of people thought it was funny. Uh, you know, humor has has changed a bit, but I bet you that's, I bet you that's a lot of it. Yeah. I mean, some of the the high laugh points are you're just like, oh God, I know people, I know this was played for a laugh. And, and there's even so much where people on screen are, are, are laughing. They're laughing so hard. Their faces are red. They're falling over. It's nothing do you there, want to go ahead and get into that, or do you want to save it for for in in, in the timeline? Well, we'll get to it in a minute. But I was just like, okay, first of all, so we have this elaborate plan of like, I don't know, I don't know how all these guys are friends because they're so terrible to each <laughs> other. There's a lot of characters it introduces, and it doesn't introduce them all that well. No, it really doesn't. I mean, we've got our kind of main guys, but then I kind of forgot which ones were which. So they don't do, yeah, like, we're supposed to have, like, you know, even though this is a much, oh, actually, no, I guess it was an earlier movie, but the production value is way better. With Grease, you know, we've got our, our Danny and Kanicki, and and we know those are the dudes because they just carry themselves in a different way. And the dudes here, like, they're not, like, the cool biker guy. They're not, like, the really handsome guy. But but they're all on the basketball team, right? That's mm-hmm. why they're That's all why friends. That's why they all know each other, yeah. They don't look like basketball players, but this is classic, like, white guy this, crap. This is 81 within an all-white high school. Yeah, so. like, okay, guys, you guys are doing great. We never see them actually play. We only see them practice. But, but it starts off with some sort of plot to, I don't know who we're trying to embarrass the most, Maybe it's the peewee guy. That's what I thought was happening, but then the like the, everybody is getting it except for the two <laughs> that are that are planning it. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. So they plan an, an event where they have one exotic dancer slash lady of the night slash I don't sex worker, and they're basically. I mean, it's not a gangbang because a gangbang is a crime. Um, and I suppose this person is being paid and willing, but like everyone's down. Like, it's like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, really? This is awesome? Because later on, it seems like most of the girls in the high school are DTF. So (laughs) why are we doing this? Um, but so they go and they go to this like ramshackle shack in the middle of, you know, it's, there's no one out there, but they still like flashlights to like, you know the 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 jig is going down the chick comes out i recognize her from somewhere from some like other movie not in, in okay, something we'll like have this to look that up yeah um and basically they all have to get naked and wait their turn um but also they've planned to hire they've hired they've got this guy um this like large black man who's gonna come in basically and act like he's going to kill them all and so they're all gonna have to run out into the the swamp naked i don't know why like what 
we don't have any any stakes as to why this is this is our friendship here. Like it's so strange. I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know. And this this did up the dick quote <laughs> uh, quota of our podcast pretty significantly, though. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there was a little bit. I mean, I mean, hashtag free the bacon. I mean, they're. So, but they're not all standing there like, and we see them all like dick, you know, oh, no, waist no, 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 down no, no, or no, anything no. like that. Ra- but... Ratios of time on screen here. I think we're, uh, yes, yeah, we're, we're going the other direction. But... Oh, oh, for sure. We see a lot more lady parts uh, just full on display. There's a lot of like cuppage of, of uh, situations, which I have listener feedback that they're wondering if you're trying to give me a message by the amount of cupping techniques that you are discussing per movie. So, Uh (laughs) Uh, no, not at all. (laughs) They're like, I think that he's like low key trying to like tell you something. (laughs) No, not at all. I'm just, it's just simple physics. (laughs) <laughs> there's just ways you grab certain things and well there's no grabbing of, oh actually no there, there is, is. An, there's a turn your head and a, cough kind cr- of moment well no uh, later on there's oh, a there's crazy a- grabbing scene in this movie it is bizarre beyond belief level of grabbing um but yeah there's there's a little bit of like so she's playing along and they think it's hilarious they're like pretending in the in the other room like the other two guys are getting laid first and I like, have the one note earlier but like as they're getting ready to go and Pee-wee says yes virginity there is a santa claus pretty good line <laughs> Okay okay pretty good line There there were probably some really good lines they were lost in this just this like ah <laughs> tone I I say it again like everybody's just so like High level, right. whatever. And this is a thirty-five-year-old lady who's a professional. There's mm-hmm. no way high school guys are that good at sex. Like they should have smelled s- something's up. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like they're pretending like she's like you know, she's making all the noises. They're jumping on the bed to make the sounds of the springs. And if it's like forty-five seconds, it's sorry. You know, right? That, that's exactly. <laughs> Probably. But they don't know. That's the whole thing. They don't, they don't know. know. They want to all like play like they do, but they don't know. But we do get to then see the scene of Pee Wee running down the road. The two, the two cops, like you know, they pull him over and ask for his license. Is it license registration. I mean, that's, that's that is funny. That that, was good, another good moment. Like, like you know, is anything going on? Like, nothing's gonna happen. Like, surely something could happen tonight. And it's like, like okay, right. like huh? It's a really boring night. That was just a naked dude just running the other way. Let's see what's up. And I will say, like, there are some good are decent like cop moments like on this side of town mm-hmm. um the other side of town is gives me that like roadhouse like mm, uncomfortable vibe like it's just ugh, i hate i hate that feeling but we'll get there yeah i have my this is where my notes i'm like this is everglades florida this is this is not this is not the place so i have the giant condom which i don't know if there's anything to say about it besides there's a giant condom well and that's like that's actually there were two practical jokes that were being talked about at the same time because this this chick so apparently they set up I thought she later on it seems like she's one of their girlfriends but not surely not 
Um, but they set this chick up who apparently is kind of down, you know, and so she's going to sleep with Pee Wee because he hasn't had sex and he gets there and he comes, he's already wearing a condom before like anything happens. So she's like throws him out. And so they order this giant condom to make fun of him. But she's asking, asking if they've got it at the same time that they're talking about this whole like naked, you know, in the Everglades charade, shenanigans, such. So it's convoluted. They could have done a better job. Like these are going to be two separate, like funny, funny quote, quote unquote funny moments they they really convoluted them um in in the the prep but one dude's then running around with a giant condom and like he like knocks a girl over yeah he blows it up and he's basically like you know assaulting people with it it's like oh lord but then turns around and it's miss bob Recker, and you laughed at that well you knew it was gonna happen like <laughs> but it just like slowly deflates and, you, and, put a little and she throws so. it over her shoulder <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I mean, I appreciated that. I don't think I laughed in the moment as much as I'm laughing about some of it right now. Because I'm just like, I can't believe what, the, what all this is happening. It was, just, it was so over the top, dirty, and just, not just gross boy stuff. It's and, like, y'all, like, really? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, was this, I don't feel like, and maybe I'm naive, that this was the level of conversation at like with just regular boyfriend groups. I don't think you were sitting at the lunch table with 13-year-old boys because this feels real familiar. But 13-year-old boys, they wouldn't know what the hell they were talking about. No, but they're sure talking they, about They would be it. like, oh, that, oh, I'm trying to think of what makes me think of like, yeah, I heard this. And like, uh, like making up all this like weird. Bags of sand. Exactly. 40-year-old version bags of sand. 13 I kind of understand to a certain degree. Like, it's all... They have no clue. They're just making a bunch of stuff up. These are guys that are juniors, seniors in high school. Some of them have had sex. Like, why are... Why is it so every second of every single day? And even the coaches, even the teachers are like... Oh, my the teachers are horn dogs too. Oh, my gosh. They're even worse. It's crazy. Um, Yeah, I mean, we... We meet this younger coach who is into Kim Cattrall. Who, there's so many coaches, too. There's a lot of coaches at this school. <laughs> there's, like, a gymnastics coach or, like, someone. They're stretching. And then there's Miss Ballbrecker or whatever. I don't know what she does. She just, I guess because they have separate gym, even though it's in the same gym, the boys and the girls are not gymming together. Right. There's, like, an entire squad of girls in batons. and Yeah, I mean, we had majorettes, and, yeah, I mean, that that would have been a thing at the time, for I sure. I guess, I guess. The main coach of the basketball team has his pant- or shirt tucked so good into his so gray that- sweatpants shorts. And he's so old. He can't play <laughs> basketball. And then you got the two other guys. I don't know what they're doing. One is really tall, and he's younger, and he's really into Kim Cattrall, who is one of the coaches, too. And then the other guy keeps talking about Kim Cattrall and calling her Lassie, and he keeps howling and just, like, laughing. He doesn't say anything else. And he keeps telling dude to, like, take her upstairs. Like... So I have a lot of questions about this. Like we, I don't know if you're there and and, and if we're th- if we're at that point, but I'd say let's let's save it a little bit. Then wherever you're at, um, I have. Have you ever ridden in the back of a pickup truck? Yes. Yes. So have I many many times. Not many many times. The most memorable is so I was at an encore class, which was kind of like a accelerated. 
class for a certain group of kids. Um, and so we would leave campus. I don't even remember the frequency, but there was one kid. He he didn't really vibe with everybody else, but he was part of the group. But got to guess it was my mom that was supposed to come pick us because parents had to come pick us up and take us. And the other, whoever was supposed to pick up, didn't come get us. So we all piled in to this kid's dad's truck and and he drove us all to Encore. Oh, man. Like, like on like real city streets and stuff. That's, I mean, it's city streets are one thing. Like, but like, I've never been on an interstate, but I've definitely driving around farms and campgrounds and Boy Scouts. And yeah, I've definitely been in the back of, of many a pickup truck. Never on an interstate. I mean, my dad had a pickup truck, but like, we probably were allowed to maybe in the neighborhood, but I don't, that was never really a thing like of, of actual transit. Did you ever sit in the back of a station wagon that had the seats in the, the trunk? Backwards. That sat backwards? Yes, I got really motion sickness. In yeah, I don't get with it well with that. I did it once. Like one of my friend's parents had a car like that, but. We were on a tour bus in band one time and they had the two seats backwards and the two seats forwards of the table. And so I was like, ooh, we can play Dungeons and Dragons. And. <laughs> Like, like yeah, not good. No. Not good. Yeah, we need to think about that if we ever go on an Amtrak. Because okay. that's the way Amtrak gotcha. works. How's Eurostar work? Is that I have no idea. Okay. But yeah. And we were on the Hogwarts Express and I actually I never sat backwards, so I don't know. I guess I didn't either. <laughs> I mean, we guess what we were actually moving. Yeah. Yes, yes. But we, we, we didn't yeah. So I have danger attack pig and live band strippers. <laughs> I have attack pig. That was awesome. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, like they're like have like a conga train line of strippers. I almost thought when we we this is where we meet Porky, the whole Porky's situation. We come back to it later. I almost thought we were going to see the exact same scene. Like they were just oh, going to reuse the scene, <laughs> stock footage. Yes. But yeah, what what do we got? Oh no, I just. I don't know why, but live band strippers just sort of seems cooler than than playing out of a DJ. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, you got a real country band and yeah, I mean, it's just. I just think of, you know, our, our experience at Skull's Rainbow Room with live band burlesque. And yeah, that's way more fun. It's just way more fun. And then the, uh, of course, you know, classic Roadhouse. <laughs> you know, there's always a live band there, so. Well, there's no official strippers in Roadhouse, just... There's Lady Gogo's into Just her. enthusiasts. Yes. <laughs> um, so this is where the major plot point happens. That's 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 part of the thing, too. Like Porky seems a little tacked on to the movie. It does, but then it it's very strange. So they go because they think they're going to be able to, like hook up with some strippers. They're going to, the one dude who thinks he's a redneck. He just got a shipment of Cubans in. That's, it's gross. Um, But the dude who thinks he's a redneck, so he can speak redneck and, and uh, negotiate with Porky. So he does that and they pay, they, you know, they pay a hundred dollars, which in 1950, whatever, is probably a lot lot of money. It's a lot of money. I think the $1 beer is getting, is fleecing them more than a hundred dollars for sex work. Probably so. But so they're, you know, a handful of them, they have to negotiate. They're going to get a couple girls for 30 minutes, but then of course they're not, they get told they're, they need to go this way because they're underage and they don't want people to see them. 
And they basically go in a closet and then they get dumped into the swamp. And this is this is the point of major insult, at least for one of them, who basically then goes and gets his ass kicked multiple times. This keeps on happening. Out of out of uh, honor, dignity. I don't I, know. I don't know. Um, nobody else goes. Everybody, he just comes back like beat to hell multiple times. And everybody's like, dude. I mean, they have a friend that's, like, supposed to be on him and watching him because he's so... We don't see him being, like, a spitfire. That would have been a better plot point if he was right. a spitfire, like, all the time. We have the other guy who wants to fight. We have fight. the other racist guy that likes to fight. That right. Dead, like, that, that only needed to be one character. Like, we could have... Yeah. I guess you have the brother and then the father, and so that you have different relationships have diff- outside. We, yeah, we have, we have a, a father who's a violent guy who is perpetuating violence and beating up his son and perpetuating, ra- you know, like you know, prejudice and, and, and racism. And that's why some fights happen. And then they really reconcile and work together. And he realizes that his dad's on the wrong side versus this guy. Um, and then you've got the, the hot headed redneck guy whose brother is a police officer, state trooper or whatever, who's trying to kind of, but do they all do the right thing in the end? I don't know. It's crazy. We'll, we'll get to it in a minute. But it just seems like major overkill. Yeah. I have, a, you know, dealing with the racism and the one guy who's kind of like, you're too stupid to be a good racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I feel my entire high school was. They didn't get it. They just did it because they thought they, they were They did it because their parents did it or did it because they thought it would get them attention or like... There's like six black people in this town, and they're all like, none of them are assholes. Like, it's cool, you know. <laughs> why? I never understand why people want to make waves. I I don't get that, but that's my personality type. Um, why people want to go out of their way? I mean, all of these things like go out of their way to ridicule black people. Jewish people, fat people, nerdy people. Like, I don't get it. I knew a guy in high school that hated Polish people. Like, there's no Polish people in this town. Like, what's the... You've never met one. Would you you know one if you saw one? (laughs) Like, that's so stupid. Like, it's just something you hear and... It's the same level to me as people like just be pl- blindly following a sports team. <laughs> oh, man. Careful, babe. It's the same. Careful. It's the same. It's just like they believe like they hate this other team because they think they're supposed to. They don't know anything about it. And they have zero attachment to it or any. Like, it makes no sense. It has no bearing on their lives. Whatsoever. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about now. Oh, I, I I wasn't talking about oh, okay. anyone specific, honestly. Like somebody that hates certain colors because they're... <laughs> oh, I don't. I honestly don't even know. Somebody used to work with, like, ew, blue, it's Michigan colors. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's Yeah, but that's a whole other thing. I, the person in your life who sighed audibly the most wanting you to ask what... We both have this thing with it. If you're standing next to us, sighing audibly, hoping that I'm going to ask you what's wrong... I'm not. Nothing is making me want to talk to you less and ask I'm you gonna what's going actively, on less. I'm going to actually try not to ask you about what's going on. I'm going to actively let you sigh longer <laughs> and harder. I, I can outlive you. I can do it. I'm better at it. Um, no, I wasn't specifically talking about them. They were overly compassionate to the point that they would cry at their own acts of kindness. <laughs> That's how that was a weird thing too. That's completely separate. But <laughs> back to 
back to the, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> right. He says that he knows boxing and jujitsu. Right. And I wrote that down specifically because I want to say that my chief sales officer jujitsuing something is his new catchphrase of 2022 oh i like that catchphrase like i just jujitsued it yes we're gonna jujitsu it we're gonna like small small incremental like change the game but nobody gets it like i'm the only person who gets it when he says it like like just you know small like a slight change in your hand placement can completely affect we're just talking about at a large level in terms of business like we're gonna jujitsu this like we're gonna like you know be it, it's going to be small and incremental, but like, d- you know, very precise. Oh, no, that's not what I was. I was thinking jujitsu. It just like, we're going to karate the hell out of this thing. No, no, he's like, like he, he's, he's uses, actually using it correctly. He's using it correctly, but these are people who know football. They don't know what jujitsu. <laughs> I had to explain it. I'm like, this is what he's saying. When, like, I am the one explaining <laughs> what the jujitsu is like. It's over everybody's head. Was Bob Clark making a racial slur when he said jujitsu for the Jewish guy? Uh, Did he think that was funny? Maybe. I don't know. It's so... It, it's so far sar, far removed. I don't even get that maybe that he was. Maybe it was he mostly was. judo what he was doing. It really wasn't jujitsu, but... <laughs> That's true. He was flipping... My mom did judo. She likes to talk about that. Like, um, But yeah, it was flipping people over, not like... He was well, using their own momentum against them. Yeah, that's, that's judo. That's judo, not yeah. so much jujitsu. True. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would have if that was supposed to be his joke, that would have worked too. But yeah, he used it incorrectly. Yeah. Um, I said, I wonder if Deadbeats was and is a real place. I have that as like a cool. hangout as Deadbeats. Yeah, it does seem cool. And I also said, I'm going to look up for going deeper. They're talking about the guy drowning in his chili and like, eh, what kind of forms would we have to fill out? I'm going to look up and see what kind of form you would fill out in 1950s Florida for an accidental death and see like how exactly you would fill it out for drowning in chili. Okay. You know, they're contributing factors. Maybe if I can find one, we can like do a coroner's report and <laughs> post it on Instagram or something. Interesting. Um, then I have the whole tallywhacker conversation is the next notes that I have. I've got a little bit before that. All right, go for it. Um, I have that uh, Kim Cattrall is a weirdo. I mean, she is getting turned on by sweaty socks and jock straps, boys' gym smells. So okay, so yeah, exactly. This is what I want to talk about. So she's saying to dude, "I don't go all the way." Fine. That's totally fine if she doesn't want to go all the way. She's making it up. She's he uh, old coach knows. Old coach knows. Old coach knows her her, her turn ons. Her, her mo. Yeah, that if you go upstairs to the boys' locker room, she's going to like have a euphoric moment about the some kind of pheromone the or pheromones something. of boys and of, maybe it's not just the howling. Maybe the lassie is like she has a nose. The, that's too. what I thought too at first, and then they start having sex, and she does start howling and. Everyone can hear them. Like the older coach is laughing his ass off. Like just he goes and, like hides behind a blanket and is laughing. It's crazy. Everyone's laughing. Everyone's like thrown off you know, in terms of doing their layups or whatever. Um, everyone knows what's everyone knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. So this is not a woman who doesn't go all the way because everyone has experienced this happening before, but they don't say how. They don't say who or what. Like it, it's a weird way to say like. This is her M.O. And, like, new coach is the only one that doesn't get it. 
but they could have played into that because it was the only older coach who was telling him that or calling her that, which I mean, it's not appropriate anyway. She can whatever she wants, but she only gets really driven to that because of the older lady coach, the ball breaker coach, who's like saying she's being a basically saying what more moral, moral per- turpitude. turpitude isn't is it turpitude or perpetude? I have no idea. I don't know if it's the words are right, but she hasn't done anything specifically. But so it's kind of like an f you in her face. Like, fine, we're gonna go upstairs. Um, and she just loses her shit. I mean, it's <laughs> insane. And also it's very Samantha, very, it's very Samantha. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it's super Samantha. Um, but also to kind of, I mean, I don't know. Let, let's be fair. Like it's, there's a lot. That's too much. Uh, there, there's not. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I wrote that down. Like, how much are they going to laugh at their own jokes in this movie? And like, I am not on board. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it's to a level of just, yeah. But in 10 minutes, I'm going to love it. So I, I, I have to <laughs> eat my own words. Well, I don't know. I, I think that later on. So, okay. So that happens. So the shower scene, I mean, I there's, guess this, when- there's the major shower scene. We've already established that they have holes in the girls locker room they've gone a couple of times and they've missed it um so they they catch it this time they go on a beaver hunt right that's what they call it um sure and they they make it there's a bunch of girls in the shower that are naked and you know it's they make all kinds of comments because you've got I mean, you got classic late seventies early eighties breasts they're not over the top, but you do have. Um, you know, this, this is full frontal nudity, which is... I believe he says there is so much wool you could knit a sweater. I do think that he did say that, yes. Um, and then we've got Pee Wee who's there, and he gets blocked by a larger girl that's showering, who still has a pretty good ass. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to throw that out there. Gonna have like he should enjoy like that's a that's a good looking ass. All about that base. I, I mean, mean for real. So I mean and I don't it's know treble, what treble, not trouble. Sorry, you <laughs> right. It's it's a musical. Yes, it's a musical illusion. We were at karaoke and people didn't get it. No, they didn't. Um, so I don't know what he's complaining about. He's horny AF. Like he's every like he's the one who just has that crazy tone about he's got to get laid, got to get laid, got to get laid. So what's he complaining about? He's seeing a naked chick and it's right in his face. He should he could reach out and touch it if he wanted to. He's so close via this like peephole. But so he's so unhinged. He shouts at her (laughs) to get out of the way. He shouts at her very meanly. You know, it's not body positive, but. And so then he clues them. He blows the whole cover. But then the girls are okay with it. They're like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, you, I know who you are. I know what this is. Yeah, I so said this is a sex crime disguised as harmless flirting. Yes. That is going to... We saw this in American Pie. This, this continues yes. for... This is just something that happens, you know. Exactly. Um, Because this is coming through a lens that... Yeah, it's coming through a male's lens that they think like, 
surely. I mean, we'll see it in Revenge of the Nerds. We'll see it in... Oh, Revenge of the Nerds I mean, is... Oh, even worse. You know, guys dress up like girls to get a scholarship or whatever, and then they end up in the girls' locker room, or guys end up dead, and literally, you know, let's check out the girls' locker room, and it's just... Such it's, a teen sex comedy. It is. And they thing. just, it's through that lens. It's like, we're, it's cool for us. So obviously, like, no matter what girls say, it, they're going to be cool with it eventually. If we're just charming enough, if we just, whatever enough, that is going to be cool. So they've got like three holes in this, in the shower. They're fl- quote unquote flirting with them. What is it? Pee Wee says, like, they're not leaving. They want us to look. Yeah. It's, that's, that's a he, problematic line. He shouts. They're so hot <laughs> through this whole movie as if like, I just cannot contain myself. That's what they're there for. It's, it's so problematic. Um, but so I expect it to be him. Honestly, I'm disappointed mm. in our two leads who seem to be a little more smarter, a little more with it. But no, it's not Pee Wee who cannot contain himself, who gets himself in the in the major trouble, even though he blows their cover. So then we've got middle guy who is the one who's in trouble with the the older, larger female PE coach. So he starts like sticking his tongue through the hole and the girls dump soap on it. I, that's fine. I'm down with it. I mean, they should have just left. But right, powdered soap. Powdered that, soap. Right. Um, it's a real spot in time it very much so they're all in towels now they're they have like at least like you know they're they're like we're not giving anything up so but then i guess Wee is saying like oh they love it they're all about it but then they know and they see that the teacher is coming <laughs> and they set him up like which I guess he deserves it because he pretended like he was being murdered earlier for them to get naked and run away so he he pops his dick through that hole. Like, wh- what's somebody going to do? And what does this weirdo teacher do? <laughs> she grabs it. And she holds on and pulls on it for dear life. Like, <laughs> I've caught you. And like, none of this is okay. I got to admit, when she put her foot up to, on the, on the wall to brace herself... <laughs> Oh my pull harder. gosh. I, that that got me. I laughed for probably the next five minutes. Because then we have the scene in the principal's office when she's trying to do a lineup and the two coaches in the background are just or the three coaches in the background are just losing it the whole time. Like the one's rolling on the floor. But it well, the one that's rolling on the floor is the one who's laughed at everything. He doesn't do anything <laughs> but laugh. They were like, Your face turns unusually red when you laugh. You're hired. <laughs> Um, but I, man, as much as I was complaining about it earlier, it it got me. <laughs> I don't know. It got weird. It got so weird. Because, like, on some, like, what she's asking is ridiculous. But she's, like, so upset. It almost looks like she's crying at the end of it where it's like, here's this sex criminal. You know, he's, she has it out for him, but not unreasonably so. Right. Um, I'd recognize that penis anywhere. Yeah, there's a lot. Did she wants to talk about it when they do start talking about like getting a sketch artist? <laughs> that it, <laughs> Armed and dangerous. Do not approach. I mean, she's not overreacting. Like this is a sex crime. This is, but she's her approach. Like as if this is going to be reasonable. That she should be in a room where she's judging 
multiple penises and choosing one out of a lineup. And we know in 2022 that eyewitness identification is not very accurate. No, it's not very accurate. (laughs) So it wouldn't have worked anyway, probably. But the principal um, is just, he's so nervous. He's so uncomfortable. He's stuttering all over the place. He says, like, can we call it a tally whacker instead of a penis? A penis is so personal. (laughs) Is what he says. Which... I, I buy his his uncomfortable level, and then we've got these other teeth. Why are they even there? Why are like they laughing? That's great. It is. It's great. crazy. But then she leaves, and then he the principal starts laughing, which I didn't feel like was the way to go. <laughs> I feel like he was just so uncomfortable with the situation. It should have stayed that he was just uncomfortable with the situation, not like he was in on the joke. I just wondered to go back. Was that all one take, or how many? T- I, don't, I don't remember if it cut or if no, it didn't cut. They were that that was a stationary camera the whole time. Yeah, I mean so they, that's great. It's crazy. That, that is great filmmaking. It is crazy, and then it and then it zooms in on um eisenhower <laughs> with two flags <laughs> on either side of a smiling eisenhower uh, it kind of looks like a dick so you know <laughs> oh 50s sorry i said is there a little bit of tongue stuck to the flagpole in that that uh i can see that is that like the r-rated tongue stuck to the flagpole i is teacher pulling as hard as she can I, yes I, I i totally could see that um in fact, like the next level of that is probably some sort of naked gun where they extend it like a tongue. I feel like there's a tongue situation that it, the tongue gets pulled way too far than it farther than it should possibly or could go. Maybe it's not naked gun, but there's some maybe it's a scary movie or a teen movie or whatever where it's just like overly sex comedy or overly whatever. I feel like that's the next level. <laughs> um, next thing I have is dude beating up his dad. Man, it's powerful. Like, this movie should not have such powerful moments for how just dumb shit it is. Yeah, they're at the dance and dad shows up and... Well, he doesn't beat up his dad. He gets beat up by his dad. It's like, this is the last chance, last time you're going to do this. He he breaks in. So we've got the kid who he's been antagonizing the Jewish student. Who Then he gets his ass beat by the jewish student because he's prepped because he gets you know i guess he's new to town it sounds like but then we see him get kind of suspended it sounds like maybe in finding out that his dad's abusive that brian who's a jewish student like maybe talks to the coach and says like hey can you let him come back that's unspoken but i feel like that maybe happened and then but we see Brian, no, Brian is a Jewish student. Tommy, the the, na- the, the names Tommy. the names are too much on this. Um, but we see him even beat up worse, and he's like, "I didn't do that," and he's like, "No, it was his dad. Like, you know, he didn't beat you, so he got beat up even more." Um, and so then, yeah, like the dad shows up, and the dad is antagonizing the student, like like a real cool dude. Like he's like a motorcycle dude. It, it's weird. It doesn't seem to fit really because he's got this other this chick who's with him. Right, like just got a jail for manslaughter. Like ripped the guy's ear off, and it's one of those. Yeah, one of those things that probably is exaggerated. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we thought Patrick Swayze ripping a guy's throat out was exaggerated, and but our mm, R.I.P. Yeah. R.A.P. Patrick Swayze and crap. Why am I like bunking out on Sam? What's his face name? 
Sam Elliott? Sam Elliott in the movie. Right. I, like, like, I, I, I hadn't heard. No, 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 okay. no. Okay, okay. Sam Elliott is still with us. Okay, But cool, in the cool, movie, cool. in the movie world of Roadhouse. Yes. No, devastation if but, Sam Elliott I mean, was if gone. We, if all we've got now is Charlie Sheen and Jennifer Grey to protect us from the Russians, I mean, we're in trouble. <sighs> we are in big trouble. We, we still have Emma Thompson. We do have Emma Thompson. Okay. Right, right, right. We do. But yeah, so then... Tommy comes to defend the kid that he had antagonized before, realizing his dad is really the asshole and on the wrong side and, you know, fights with him and says, yeah, like you said, um, this is the last time you get to beat me up. So give me your worst. Um, and everybody steps in and breaks it up and really kind of makes that guy he probably doesn't really learn any lesson at all, but at least like he gets beaten. And we and- have this great moment of personal growth. And it's like if if being like you is what it means to be a man, I'd rather be a homophobic slur. Like, <laughs> right. Come like, on. like so close. So close. Ah. It was so close to being right. <laughs> It tried. It tried really hard. This movie's like you can be Jewish or gay or I mean, no, you, you can't. You, you can be Jewish. You can be black. Like we, like you can be anything you want as long as you're not gay. Like, well, you can be rich, poor, white, black, Jewish. But I don't know. There's only so much growth, I guess, you can have in an hour and thirty minutes, however long this movie was. I guess. I hope this isn't making fun. I, I hope this joke is not in poor taste. But I said that if you're racist against Jewish people in Florida, you better get out because they're all like they're they're all around now. But they're in South Florida. Yeah, that's, that's saying, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, well, they're, they're the '50s, so like, but like, but guess if, what? They're, are we even in the '50s? That's that's the thing. Panhandle, more northern, is your rednecks. Down, you got like, you get down lower, you got Boca Raton, and down into Miami, you've got you got the snowbirds. You got the snowbirds, you have Latin culture, you have a lot of that going on. And that, they don't, they don't mix. They should, they should all learn from each other, but they don't mix geographically. So it really doesn't work. Have we talked about my bubby on the podcast? No, we haven't. Let's talk about your bubby. <laughs> <laughs> I have a nice Jewish lady that lives in Florida that calls me about every three months or so and leaves me a message. Uh, she thinks that my name is Chris and <laughs> that my daughter is gorgeous and Mazel tov on her graduation and engagement and everything. <laughs> it's amazing. And I've texted her. I've left her messages like, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I, I don't think I'm – I think you have the wrong phone number. Like, I, I think you are a delightful person. I'd love to, you know – if you're ever in Nashville, you know, <laughs> I'd, we'd love to take you to dinner. And she just keeps on leaving the messages. <laughs> I feel like that guy and the lady uh, on the, like met for Thanksgiving and have met for Thanksgiving. Right, for exactly. Like that's what you're hoping would happen. I do. I want her to come to Thanksgiving, and I'll go to Passover <laughs> down in Florida. And I want that so bad. I know. I know. I love it. I can't remember what her name is. What's her name? Millie. 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 Uh, so yes. good. So good. I really don't have many other notes. I mean, of course, we have like the main plot point. So, okay. So basically, because Redneck Dude is like just a pride monster and he keeps going back to Porky's because, you know, they got fleeced for their money and they didn't get pussy. Let's tell it what it is. He keeps going back, keeps getting beaten up, showing back up at 
everyone having a good time. Everybody else has forgotten about it. Like having at the dance, at the game, at the they whatever. Do, right afterwards, they're at the uh, beats, whatever, and they're. I guess we'll just call it the cost of doing business, you know? Basically, yeah. Like, what did they think was going to happen? <laughs> um, he was the one who promised. So, I guess maybe he had the most on, you know, on right. the line. But so, he keeps going back. He keeps getting the shit beat out of him. Um, and so, he comes back in and, and, and now it's like the worst. Like, he's probably got some a collapsed lung, broken ribs. They, they have to call the ambulance to take him in and... You know, his brother, who's a police officer, is like just being kind of breaking, breaking character and being just as hot headed, who is probably where he came from, too. I'd love to know his backstory mm-hmm. um, and going to go. And Brian, um, level headed Jewish guy who has the hottest car of everybody. Oh, man, it's that thing so is, hot. Yes. It's like the luxury sports car. Of, everybody has an awesome car in awesome. this movie, but that one. But that was, the, that was the cars of a time. Yeah. You know, we're just, I mean, but his car is like a sports car, luxury car. Um, anyway, that's completely unrelated. It just kind of setting the tone of who he is in relation. But he's like, no. He's like, we're going to jujitsu this and we're going to bite our time. And we're going to be strategic and have, like, yes. So they're all going to meet and they're going to have this, like, big directive. Uh, and, like, coach is in and the cop is in. Like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. We should have, like, you know, the different, like, you know, highlighting everybody with their tools and, like, the A-team kind of thing. Um, oh, see, I was thinking more, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-d
come, you know, come get us. Na, 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 basically. Did you notice he has his bat or whatever? Yeah. And he's swinging around and talking to them. And he completely whacks one of his cronies <laughs> in the nose. That had to have been a goof. I, that cannot be on purpose. I don't know. I I, I want to look that up. Yeah, he's just kind of like like just kind of thrown over like back around while he's gesturing and just hits him right in the nose. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so they like lure them out. They've you know sabotaged this. They've sabotaged the the police, the sheriff's department, which is right next door. Which is also they've learned is Porky's brother, who I think is also Webster's dad. If you ever watch the show oh, Webster, man. I have that note. I was like, I think that's him, um, which I also think was like a famous football player. Okay. I okay. think I think that was a thing. Um, I mean, also, we, we didn't really talk about when they leave Porky's after being fleeced, they also get antagonized by the sheriff. Like, you know, they, they exploit them by like damaging their car and saying it's going to cost them all this money. And so it's that tension of like being in a place where you have no power and it's like that small town, you know, super corrupt vibe. So very much Roadhouse. So then we're back. They've sabotaged all these things. They lure Porky out. And then just insanity ensues by high schoolers. Right. Well, first of all, they just like pull the the railing down and all the guys fall in the water. And like, right. Okay. Like all the guys fell in the water. We fell in the water. We're even. Ha like, ha. No, right. no, 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 no. Like we collapse the bar. They bring the whole thing down. They like the speedboats pull back. They're like pulling on the pylon. They're pulling on. You know, they've got like basically like a tow truck that's pulling and they pull the whole club down. Lights. You know, dirty pigs and all coming down. I'm surprised it didn't collapse on someone and kill them, but that would have been too high of stakes. Yeah, um, I was I was getting a little worried about the stripper in the water with the with the electricity. I was well, too. Yeah, is, is the sign going to fall in and someone's going to get electrocuted? But they they didn't do that. And then you know, the police hear what's going on. They try to go. They they. Some dude has, you know, messed with their transmission and they reverse themselves. Well, before that, he says, grab everything that kills. Yes, he does. Grab everything that kills. And I said, are these, is this the Metro Nashville Police Department looking after some kids that are potentially doing vandalism? Oh, shit. Sorry. Throwback to last episode and our personal experience. Um, that's what it felt like. There were guns, but... This guy wanted like probably like brass knuckles and guns and <laughs> like tanks and explosives. Yeah, they probably had and... so much crazy stuff, right? Uh, this is this is before property seizures were really a thing. So yeah, so he one of the dude has already messed with the cars. They drive it backwards through the police station into a lagoon. The other one, like the all the wheels fall off, so they can't get there. Um. Porky and his goons fall into the water. They keep pulling. They bring the whole house down. Porky jumps into his car. They explode one of the bridges, but I guess he's already gotten over. They try to explode another one. It doesn't work. They're booking it for for all get out. This pink car. Pink hot rod with a a pig hood ornament. And and it's got like a pig squeal. It's so gross. (laughs) And he makes a point. He's like, activate the pig siren. (laughs) It's like, is this a Batman movie? <laughs> it's crazy. So they're chasing them. And so they're they're gunning for the county line. Does this really happen? Does this really work? Like once you get in the county, you're safe. I don't know. If the local jurisdiction doesn't authorize you to continue, I think it actually does. 
don't, know. I don't think there's any local jurisdictions that have a rivalry like the two there do. So, but yeah, I do think you have to ask permission to continue a chase through jurisdictions. So at the county line, it's like the whole high school is there. There's buses, there's majorettes, everyone, they f- start flashing their lights and everyone, the band is playing and the the brother of the kid that keeps getting beaten up, who's a police officer or sheriff, I don't know what he is, but basically he does the same thing to them and Porky folds. Porky doesn't seem like he would have folded as hardcore, honestly. He's like real worried about, his club is destroyed, so I don't think he should worry so much about being... Um, Put on blast for having minors. You could probably minors. build a new club easier than get a new liquor license. Maybe, maybe so. Yeah, it's like he's like it's like oh he's like shouting. You know, these kids have been here the whole time. It's like oh these like minors have been in your club the whole time. It's like oh no 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 no. And his sheriff brother friend sheriff brother is just like can't handle it. And he's like shut up dude, shut up dude. Say you're sorry. Say you're sorry. And they just retreat and push their car back after it gets destroyed in the same way of like you know, busting their, their headlights and taillights and, you know, basically the car gets destroyed. And, and he shoots the head, the, the hood ornament. He shoots, shoots the head ornament. It's destroyed. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't, you, for a guy who seems like he really skirts the law for him to like, be like, oh, no, 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 no. Because I don't feel like this county has any control really over, I feel like, yeah, jurisdiction-wise is, like, doesn't really work. But anyway, but it works for everyone to victory, baton throwing, you know, throw, like, everyone's celebrating. Yay, we defeated the big, fat, ugly dude and his cronies. Um, and we're going to celebrate. And life is awesome now because we're the cool dudes. And like I said, like, so a bunch of rich white kids like drive 70 miles to the poor area of town and destroy the one business in town and then come back and everybody's cheering. Right. Exactly. Like, um, okay. I mean, I'm always looking for a class war. So, I mean, but I'm sure Porky's making bank. Everybody's making bank in that city. Like they're not the poor dudes. It may look like shit, but it looks like shit because it doesn't have to look any better. Right. People are going to go and, in vibe the you know oh porky is rich and i mean he might have burned the thing down next week for the insurance money to build another one true. On, on a little bit more stable ground true, true, true. he probably actually did him a favor but so then we're celebrating yay and pb's like that's the living on lee guys <laughs> um so wendy chick who i kind of thought was dude's girlfriend but i guess not dude's girlfriend is like fine i should have bet that you wouldn't win and now i bet wrong and i gotta sleep with this dude and they go into a school bus he comes out a lot it's it's, it's really weird but then we see someone also lurking in the woods and we're like what is i was like is this is this one of the dancers is this one of porky's dudes who's gonna like lunge out no it is our mrs ball breaker ball blocker ball whatever teacher who lunges and tries to strip our student down (laughs) to see his dick with the mole because she knows it's him and he should be arrested and he can't get away with this like um i think i think that you're yeah you're too passionate about this a little bit a little bit yeah and then we have Pee Wee like coming out of the window kind of ah tarzaning and did you notice? The, she pulls him back in. She's like, she's 
She does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. That's. The only other note I have is I want to look up were any of these actors ever in anything ever again because I don't recognize any of them. No, I don't either. I mean the the brother cop guy had a little bit of Rob Lowe thing going for him, but not really. Uh, I mean, no, nobody is like overly handsome, or they're just like. But I do have a note like at the very last second, we kind of slide over, we start to have credits. And we have a fourth wall break. Yeah, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, but it, it they pause it weird. It doesn't really work. It really would have worked to happen throughout the whole movie. Oh, if like one, if somebody was Ferris Bueller-ing it. Yeah, that would have been a better movie. Hmm. I feel like, but we do it at the last weird second, and then like pause him before he really gets to say anything. And then there's credits rolling, and the credits are in hot pink, and it's really hard to read, and it's very strange. We could maybe know. use someone and be like, that's. You know, that, that's Tim. His dad's abusive. His, we maybe could have used a little bit of that. Yes. We could have had some Zach Morris or Ferris Bueller in this. Um, it was a weird choice to do at the very end. Yeah. there. But anyway. Maybe Bob Clark just only works with narration. But he didn't narrate. But Nobody narrated. But you know, a Christmas story he narrates, and it's a huge classic. Exactly. There, there could I said, have... maybe, maybe he only... Maybe his, his stuff only lands. It's only great. I mean, a lot of this movie felt very ADR'd, but <laughs> even when people were facing you and looking at you and talking, it did not feel like they were talking in the moment. I mean, there must have been just a lot of going into a recording booth and just screaming pussy a lot. And... Yes, it was insane. But anyway, that's the major plot points. Our cat is starting to climb somewhere he probably shouldn't climb. So it's probably about time to start wrapping this thing up. Probably so. It was crazy. I mean, it was salacious, yes, but also being an adult now, it's like, geez, Louise, this is so much. Chill. Chill, chill, chill. You would have gotten way more laid if you were just a little bit more chill. <laughs> See, I think it landed a little better for me than for you. I, I think there were a couple of jokes that had me really cracked up, and I thought that some of the male friendship and, and the family dynamics were surprisingly deeper I, than I, do, I was expecting. I do agree with that, but I feel like overall the takeaway, like they really undermined anything important they were trying to do with just like, they're hot! <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was definitely like, oh my goodness, how was this a thing? I mean, the, yeah, like just what were they thinking that, you know, when we were teenagers, and the moral majority, everybody thought, like, everything's just going to be terrible. Like, everything is going to be what gross, and the people are just going to be, like, swearing on TV and having live sex on television, and it's just, the world is going to hell. And, no, like, everything's kind of, like, if you're not on pay TV or on the internet, like, everything's kind of tame now. <laughs> Pretty much. This is, this was... This was shocking. 50 years ago? 40. No, not 40. Oh, yeah, 40. Mm, true. It better be 40 if it's 50. <laughs> and, yeah, it's way worse. Way worse. Um, yeah, I don't feel like people had anything in check at the time. But, yeah. So, it was crazy. We did it. Everybody talks about it as being like this, like, um, just lamppost, signpost, whatever that term is, of just, you know hot sexy romp whatever eh, i don't think we got to know anybody well enough to like really be invested in anyone's situation maybe a couple but 
you know, yes, it's it's a crazy the beginnings of just the sex comedy, but it it starts it starts nuts and it then it just starts <laughs> to kind of taper down and get a little bit more smart, a little smarter later on. I have to say though, I feel like I was thinking about this and Stripes. I think we're very I thought close exactly to the, same, the same thing. And both of them have a creepy pee pee shower scene. Yes. And I thought like this, this was one like this was handled like it. Stripes Junior. This well, but this one like Stripes is an all and all funnier movie made by more competent individuals. Right. But that was just a shower scene for the sake of a shower scene, whereas this one was that much, you know, on display was not critical for the plot, but that really was a very important part of the movie. True. But R.I.P. Ivan Reitman, I don't know if he had anything to do with Stripes, but he seems to Stripes. I mean, Harold like, Ramis? No, I'm talking about Ivan Reitman. Ivan Reitman, he's, is he gone? He just died like last week. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I met him and Sam Elliott. But no, no, no. <laughs> no. Sam Elliott is still with us. I'm just R.I.P. in Roadhouse, but Ivan Reitman. Oh, I didn't realize Ivan Reitman was gone. Yeah, he died like last week. Oh, yeah. man. I, it's been a really busy week. Yeah, I don't know if he's actually had anything to do with Stripes, but he's part of that whole crew. He's part of that crew. He yeah. counts. Yeah. All right. So uh, what else you got, lover? That's it. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week for Going Deeper. Uh, Jenny's going to do the socials because I'm stupid and can't do it right. <laughs> Send us your emails about how Zach is sending subliminal subtle messages to me to um, Forbidden Cinema Podcast at gmail.com or you can DM us or like or follow us on Forbidden Cinema at Instagram. But also, if you will like and leave us a review and follow us on Apple um, Podcasts, that would be great. It makes... You know, it's kind of fun to see that. I mean, that's really where we're at. You know, we're not trying to do anything, you know, big and broad with this, but it's fun to see if you guys are enjoying it or if Spotify has something similar. I don't even know, but I know some of you are listening on Spotify. So thanks so much, guys. Really enjoy it and hope you did too. See you next week. See you guys. I'll probably cut this out, but like, I love it when podcasts are like, you can find us on Apple and iTunes. But- if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know how to find a podcast, like, <laughs> how did you find this podcast? Let us know. I mean, I used to like download podcasts and burn them on CDs back, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, you, if you don't know how to find a podcast, you're listening to it. Welcome to the South. We're preaching to the choir. If you're, uh, yeah, but if you'll if you'll review and leave a five star review, that'd be great, and leave a comment. If you haven't done that, that'd be great. Thanks. (laughs) Bye, guys.